0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: Let's welcome aboard right now Gus Farrat, longtime NFL quarterback, and he's got a new uh, podcast out, host of Huddle Up with Gus, radio.com. He joins us now. Hey, Gus, Mark Melusis with you uh thanks for a
0: couple minutes this morning gus yeah no hey no do i call you mark or moose i like moose way better
1: yeah you can call me moose uh you know my my wife calls me a pain in the ass so whatever you'd like to call me (laughs)
0: gus (laughs) i guess that goes for every guy that's married right yeah what's that I guess that goes for every guy that's married. I, I think you're right. Uh, everyone's
1: <laughs> it depends on what your definition of terms of endearment are, right, Gus? Right. Exactly. <laughs> uh, exactly. But Gus, I appreciate it. Fan of your game when you were a player, certainly. You know, and Thank and you. there's a lot to get into. Let, let's start with. because I grew up a skins fan, Gus. You know, i I grew up in the Northeast. I grew up just outside New York City. My whole family are Giant fans. Became a skins fan because of John Riggins. You know, loved watching you in the style and fashion which you played when you were the Skins quarterback. What about the state of where that franchise is right now? I'm sure you get asked in a lot. want to get your thoughts in terms of when. You know, I remember the glory days of the Skins. You know, when they were a relevant football team and a relevant organization, it's been a while here. What about where this franchise is right now and what they need to do moving forward?
0: Well, you know, one of the things I noticed that that is kind of crazy, a lot of the Skins fans are leaving and going to watch the Ravens, which is kind of... Um, you know, makes my skin crawl a little bit, but uh, being a re- an old Redskin, and, uh, you know, I know there's a lot of guys that, that played for the Skins and they're frustrated with what's going on because, as you said, the Skins have been at the top of the league for a long, long time, and uh, one of the teams that everybody fell in love with, and, and it just hasn't been that way um, in, in in quite a few years, and so I'm hoping that they can make some changes, they can do some, do some uh, things in the in the front office that that get people excited and back in the seats of of the skins. I think Dwayne Haskins is going to be a pretty good player. Um, And I think they got, they got a good quarterback there and now they got to put a good coach with him to to fit his style. And uh, you know, it's just got to get back on top. Uh, There's a lot of guys that are frustrated, a lot of fans that are frustrated. I mean, I got married in Maui and I had people waving Redskins towels um, over in Maui when I got married in 1995. So, uh, you know there are fans out there. They want to come back and get in those seats.
1: Oh, they certainly do. How great is Hawaii? By the way, we went. My wife and I went to our on our honeymoon. Eighteen days in Hawaii. You got married in Hawaii. How great, Hawaii is the as, as picturesque as a spot to go and vacation visit. You want to live there? I mean, Hawaii is amazing, Gus.
0: Uh, it was it was so much fun. I actually did a Super Bowl party there. My best man was John Fries, who was a, another skins quarterback. Yeah, with me. and we went over there. My wife and I got away from all the. The craziness of, the, of a normal wedding, and, and we went over there and got married on the beach at sunset. It was it was amazing. Got to play golf every day and, and go to the beach, and Hawaii's just a, a beautiful, beautiful place. It's hard to get to from here, but uh, it was so much fun. It really was.
1: You know, we, we opened up the show this morning, Gus, talking about Lamar Jackson, clearly the runaway favorite right now to be the MVP of the league. Five touchdowns last night. The Ravens were a heavy favorite against the Jets, and they took care of business very, very easily What's impressed you about? I mean, there's so much to, to lean on, but you know, having played the position, watching where he was a year ago, where he is this year, what's impressed you about what Lamar Jackson's been able to do with the quarterback spot for the Ravens?
0: Well, I think the coaches are, are really playing to his uh, benefit, right? They're giving things that, giving him things that he likes to do, that he fits in well with, that he feels good about. And the most impressive thing is when you make people in the NFL look slow. You know, you're darn good. I mean, this kid is just an amazing athlete. Uh, you know, he escapes from the pocket, and you're just... I'm sure everybody's sitting on their edge of the seat saying, okay, what's he going to do next? Uh, he can take some hits. He's a bigger bigger kid. Uh, you know, so a lot of the running quarterbacks that you see out there that that you're nervous about getting injured, I don't see that happening with them. Now, anything can happen in a game, but you know, he's putting the ball in the money when he needs to be. He throws the ball in different positions, and, and I think he's just calming down a little bit, and and filling himself and just kind of getting used to the nfl now you watch him play with a lot of confidence and having a lot of fun i think that goes a long way when you can have a lot of fun and and really go out and show your skills off you know gus
1: do you think they should be they are the betting favorite right now to win the super bowl do you think the ravens should be the betting favorite
0: uh they're right up there i would put you know you never count the patriots out but uh you know they're just not up with their game on offense uh you know i don't I see the Ravens beating them. I also I like San Francisco, too, and you can never count Russell Wilson and the Seahawks. out. I think there's some really good teams out there that anything can happen on any, any uh, you know, weekend in the NFL, and you always see a ball can get tipped to the line of scrimmage and interception run back, uh, whatever can happen, fumbles. But uh, you're right. The Ravens are probably right at the top, and everybody's got to knock them off.
1: Um, you know, if you had an opportunity to jump back into a huddle, you ran through a number of teams there, uh, that you think have got an opportunity to put Baltimore as one of those teams that can potentially win a Super Bowl here, Gus, but, but watching this league, knowing this league, the way that you do, if, if you could, if you could jettison and hop in and be a quarterback of one of those teams at the up, which team would you want to be the quarterback of right now?
0: You know, I, I just, I, I love what Kyle Shanahan is doing out in San Francisco uh, a good friend of mine, Wes Welker's, their receivers coach. Uh, they're, just, they're just putting some good players out there. They're playing great defense, uh, you know, and Jimmy Garoppolo's playing a high level. You know, you go into that system. I played for Kyle's dad at Denver uh, for Mike Shanahan, and, and that's a great system, and, and you get to learn it. And they learn what Jimmy's strengths are. They call the plays that fit him. And, uh, you know, when you get some playmakers around you, That'd be a heck of a, a lot of fun to play in that offense.
1: Yeah, are you uh, your good friends as well? Are you into the the thoroughbred game like Wes is, or no? No, no, no. I'm not are you into. Buying, that game are you buying like horses West? and 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 run them all over the place, or no, Gus? No,
0: no, I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not into that game. Even though there are a lot of guys in the NFL and, and a lot of my friends in the NHL, or they do that do that kind of thing. I just never got into it. wasn't a, was never a horse guy.
1: Yeah, no, I know. And Wes has had a lot of success. He's 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 won some money as well as he's made a perfectly known Derby Day out there at Churchill Downs. Oh yeah, yeah. He likes, <laughs> he likes giving it away as
0: he's walking down the with a handful of cash in his in his in you know I mean just a big wad and saying, look how much I want. I'm going to give you some. I'm going to give you some. Yeah, so it was a lot of fun. You know, uh cuz I'm curious, you know, when
1: you if you you look at some of these young quarterbacks in the league, right? Mayfield, uh, Sam Darnold, we talked about extolled the virtues of Lamar Jackson earlier in the interview. You know, for you know, we're going to see Joe Burrow and all likely win the Heisman trophy and maybe be the number 1 overall pick by the Bengals come April in the NFL draft. You know, what advice would you give for young quarterbacks trying to kind of gain a foothold, success, learn as they go, the speed of the game? you know, having been through it, watching these guys, the high expectations early on in their career, what would your advice be for young quarterbacks entering the league?
0: Um, to just get in the film room, watch a lot of film, uh, understand, learn defenses, not only defensive, but defensive coordinators that you're going to come up against. And then it's, I think it, a lot of it goes on the coaches. Like for me, I feel like Baker Mayfield uh, was put in some bad positions this year, like always in a shotgun, making a lot of reads. You're in four and five wides and, and you got to teams blitz and it's hard to pick them up and you can't see everything. And I just go back to my days with North Turner and thinking about, you know, I formation, uh, we got a fullback in there. We're throwing big passes down the field because we got great protection. Uh, yeah, I think some of those things that let the quarterback get their feet wet, it's it's hard to be in shotgun and, and you can get a blitz from both sides. Uh, you know, I just tell quarterbacks. Now you got to understand who who the offensive coordinator is, what he likes to call, but that offensive coordinator also, uh, Has to understand what your limitations is or what your strengths are and hopefully play to your strengths.
1: Do you think the league has been, uh, you know, opened up offensively too much here, Gus, to what, you know, you mentioned it's a different league now. I mean, everything's wide open. You can't do much as a defensive back, you know, against wide receivers. We've seen that adjustment over the years. Do you think it's almost too wide open right now?
0: Well, I think with the, you know, the new rules that have come in, uh, you know, all the – defensive pass interference calls. Uh, you can't hit the quarterback like you used to. Uh, let the game open up a lot more. But, I, you know, I still love teams. Like when you watch the uh, 49ers, yeah, they'll get into some shotgun, but they run the ball, you know, just like the Ravens. They run the ball. I don't know how many um, yards that uh, Lamar threw for last night, but it wasn't that many compared to a lot of other teams. But he threw five touchdowns, you know, because those safeties and those people have to come up. You have to play one-on-one outside. And when you've got a great run game, it's not, I'm not saying you have to get 200 yards rushing every game, but you got to have a formidable run game so that it opens up those path lanes. And, and we're seeing that with the really good teams that are out there.
1: Uh, Gus, tell us a little bit about the uh, the podcast that you got going. Uh, Huddle up with Gus. You're doing it, Dave Hager Radio. dot com. Uh, you know, it's a little bit of a different vibe and a feel, right? I mean, it's not just breaking down football, but you're talking about you know what kind of sports taught you over your life, right?
0: Yeah, you know, it it really gets into with our guests about how sports have shaped their life. And we go back to the beginning. Uh, I just had Morton Anderson on this week, and we go back to when Morton grew up. You know, he's the Great Dane. He grew up overseas and came over to Michigan State and talked about the first sports experience he had. He got a pair of Red Patriques and he slept with them. And he went out and played soccer the next day. And then, you know... It's just a great story. We do that from everyone. It doesn't matter if, if you're a former professional athlete, if you're a doctor, if you're an attorney, if, if, you know, if you're um, anybody. We bring you on. We talk about how sports shaped your life. Uh, you know, A good friend of mine, Kevin Rabbit, who's the CEO of NEP, he played basketball his whole life. He's a great basketball player, but now he runs a major company. But he talks about how playing basketball, working with great people, with great coaches, really formed – his attitude to become a great leader for a big company. And so anything we do in life, we all have a story to tell a lot of times. It's just, Hey, I went out and played whoop ball every day and, you know, see if I could hit that curve. But, uh, you know, it, it we all have a story to tell from, from sports casters to professional athletes, to everyone, um, go to Hoop up and you can hear all these great stories. And we really dig into what caused people to get to where they are today.
1: Well, Gus, let me, let me fire this one at you. Then, you know, You know, you accomplished a lot as an athlete. Um, You know, football gave you a lot, provided you a lot as well. You earned it all. Uh, You know, you could play the game and and you worked your rear end off. You know, I've got three young boys at home, a six-year-old, a four-year-old, and now a three-year-old, my youngest, and and Gregory, you know, they like to be active, their sports, you know, at, at, you know, the smaller levels. But – you know, for, for parents out there, what did sports teach you? What do you – you, 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 you know, and you don't even have to play at the highest levels, but what do you think – what did you take away from sports in terms of helping you throughout your life?
0: And I'll, I'll tell you this, that every guest that I've had on, including myself, we all talk about when we were kids, we went outside and played every day. We went outside. There were no referees. There were no parents. There were no coaches. You, you had to get up off the ground. You had to, you had to pick yourself up. You, sometimes you were picked last. Sometimes you were picked first. And sports just taught you so much, how to, how, how to pull yourself up off the ground, how to be tough, how to go through winning and losing without it being all over the Internet. And I think there's so many things that, that you learn from a kid uh, being with people your age and not having a lot of the influence. We know that now kids aren't leaving the house. Kids uh, are on video games. And it's not like when we grew up, when you had a backyard and there were 20 kids in there waiting to play football or baseball or basketball or whatever it was. And I think that teaches you a lot. And that was for me. My dad and I would go out in my backyard and we'd throw baseball every day or we'd throw football. Uh, he'd come home from work. He was a mill guy here in Pittsburgh. And I can't tell you how many times I threw the ball over his head and had to go chase it in the woods and, and get it back in the yard because we only had one baseball growing up or we only had one football. And he just learned to play. And I think it just teaches you so much when you can go out and learn games on your own. Uh, Everything is scheduled now. Everything is, is a different world, yes. But when you can get kids out and go play, go play with each other, I think it teaches you so much about how to manage situations, how to socialize, and just how to become a better athlete.
1: I I think you're dead on correct. I agree with you. I think I, I think I, I miss those days, Gus. I, I remember waking up, you know, nine ten o'clock on a summer morning, you know, whatever it might be. Uh, You know, hopping on the dirt bike, you know, riding a couple miles to my buddy's house. We'd all get together there, head over to the baseball field or head over to a a field, go play tackle football, go play basketball, and come back at 4 or 5 o'clock at night. I mean, so you'd be gone all day playing and and hanging out and playing sports and playing with you. I mean, those were good days. They really wasn't sitting in front of a gaming system and playing video games
0: all day. Yeah, and you just used whatever you had. You know, we go to one buddy's house the day before, you know, the other guy who had the basketball you know, hey, we're going to go to another buddy's house. He had a baseball and a bat. We'd go play uh home run derby or whatever it was, and we just taught ourselves how to swing. You know, every Steeler game I remember growing up, before the Steeler game, we'd go play at 11 o'clock and be done by one so we'd come back and watch the Steelers play. Uh, you know, that's just how it was. And, and just it just taught you so much more than just going out and playing some, you know, uh, you got to go be with the coach at nine o'clock in the morning. We You just went out with your buddies and you did it. I still played all the other sports, the little league and, and senior little league and, and um, you know, youth football and everything. And, but just those times with your friends, you learn how to socialize, you learn how to um, kind of when it, when there gets an argument, you settle it. And uh, you know, it was over and you moved on.
1: Huddle up with Gus, check it out. Radio.com. If you don't have the app, download it. It's fantastic. It's a great podcast. Gus and, and Dave Hager, Hey, uh, Gus, we really appreciate the time this morning. A pleasure to chat with you. Happy holidays to you and your family, and have a great weekend,
0: all right? All right, you too, Moose. Thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild